Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Lord, that is our prayer that we would give you true praise. We give you all our hearts as we come into your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Morning, everyone. Welcome to our morning worship and prayer. How many of you are excited for our upcoming prayer and fasting? Yan, excited ng magfast at excited na ding mabawasan ng timbang. After a season of feasting over the holidays, we now enter again once more as a church, as a spiritual family, together with our Every Nation Global family, from a season of feasting to now a season of fasting, prayer, and consecration. And sino po sa inyo nagsulat na kayo ng faith goals nyo for our upcoming prayer and fasting? We're excited to fast, but could it be that a person would fast and yet not honor God? How can we make sure that our fasting really honors God? Can I invite everyone to turn with me to Isaiah 58 as we talk about the most number of passages in Scripture that talks about fasting. Can I invite you to open with me Isaiah 58. Verses 3 to 7. I'm reading from the New International Version. Why have we fasted, they say, and yet you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves, and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast. As you do today, and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for a man to humble himself? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed? And for lying on sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast? A day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To lose the chains of injustice? and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter, when you see the naked to clothe him and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? This is the word of the Lord for us today. We want to make sure that our fasting, our prayer, our consecration is honoring to God. You see here in Isaiah 58, God was not Uh, hindering the Israelites to fast, but what God was addressing was the way that they fasted. Was their fasting honoring to God? In verse 3, we see there, the nation of Israel again knew how to fast. They usually put on sackcloth and ashes and they did not eat. Today, in our time, we no longer put sackcloth or put ashes on our head. What we do is say no to food or our usual desires and say yes to spending more time with God. But why was God not pleased with their fasting? Why was God not honored? In verse 3, we see there, God says, Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please. Their fasting was very self-centered. They did what they pleased and not what pleased God. So as we go about our days of prayer and fasting, we want to have that heart check. And ask God, Lord, are you the center of my prayer and fasting? And rightly so, we want to put God, not our agenda, 
not even our faith goals. Yes, God wants us to ask, but the ultimate center of our prayer and fasting is not what we please, but the pleasure of God. Is God the center of our prayer and fasting? Three lessons that we can learn from how God taught Israel on how to fast. First, true fasting involves humbling ourselves before God. True fasting involves humbling ourselves before God. Verse 3, it says there, Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Have we, why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Verse 5, God says, Is this the kind of fast I have chosen? Only a day for a man to humble himself? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed? For lying on sackcloth and ashes? There is an aspect of prayer and fasting that involves all of us humbling ourselves before the Lord, recognizing that He is God and we are not, recognizing who we are before Him and our place before our one true God. Are you humbling yourself before the Lord as we humble ourselves? Be ready to listen, to receive, to be corrected, to be taught by God. Let's humble ourselves before God as we pray and fast. Why? Because true fasting involves humbling ourselves before God. Second lesson that we can learn, true fasting involves turning away from sin and wickedness. True fasting involves turning away from sin and wickedness. In verse 1, it says there, Shout it aloud, do not hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their rebellion and to the house of Jacob their sins. What God was saying in the context of God teaching Israel how to fast was that they were rebelling, they were sinning against Him. Verse 3, it says there, Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your co-workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife, striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and expect your voice to be heard on high. God was telling Israel, yes, fast, but even as you fast, turn away from wickedness and sin. In this season of prayer and fasting, God might lay a finger on areas in our lives that are still in sin, areas that are not yet submitted fully to His Lordship. Will you allow Him to put His finger on that? Would you repent and turn your back away from that sin? Let's have our hearts checked and turn away from sin and wickedness so that our fasting would be honoring to God. True fasting involves turning away from sin and wickedness. If there's anything that's keeping you away from walking right with God, now might be a good time to surrender that as we humble ourselves before the Lord. Third lesson that we can learn, true fasting involves taking on God's character and God's agenda. True fasting involves taking on God's character and God's agenda. Verse 6 to 7, it says there, Is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? To loose the chains of injustice, to untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry, to provide the poor wanderer with shelter when you see the naked to clothe him and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood? Simply put, it's taking on God's character, His character of compassion, of caring for those who are in need, His generosity, His goodness, His kindness, the freedom that He wants for all people to receive. Maybe this season, God is bringing you to someone who needs to hear the message of the gospel and experience freedom in Christ. Maybe God's gonna send you someone this week 
who would, whom God is prompting you to bless. Maybe someone in need whom God will bring to your doorstep. True fasting involves taking on God's character and taking on His agenda. Are you changed whenever you pray and fast? That the more we spend time with God in prayer and fasting, the more we become like Him. The more His agenda becomes our agenda. That's what I love about prayer and fasting because now our faith goals, our previous agenda now shifts into, Lord, more than my faith goals or my agenda. Lord, what's your agenda? Let your heartbeat be my heartbeat as I pray and as I fast. True fasting involves taking on God's character and God's agenda. And the greatest gain as we pray and fast, in verse 8, it says there, Then your light will break forth like the dawn. Your healing will quickly appear. Your righteousness will go before you. And the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. We see the reward of fasting. There's going to be breakthrough. How many of you want breakthrough? All of us are believing for breakthrough. Verse 8 speaks of those different kinds of breakthrough. Light will break forth, our light will break forth, our testimony will be seen by the watching world. It also says their healing will appear, righteousness will go before us, the glory of the Lord will be our rear guard. There's protection, there's glory. But you see, I love how verse 9 says it. Verse 9, then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here am I. You see, the greatest gain in any spiritual discipline, the greatest gain in our prayer and fasting is that verse where God says, here am I. Our greatest gain in prayer and fasting is the presence of God. It's a place where we get to say, Lord, more than any breakthrough, my breakthrough in my prayer and fasting is you. More than any breakthrough, God is our breakthrough. He is our greatest gain in all our praying, in all our fasting. And my prayer is that as you fast in a way that honors God, you will end this season of prayer and fasting and get to live out this entire year saying, Lord, my greatest gain in all of my praying, in all of my fasting is you. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you once again for this season of praying and fasting where we get to humble ourselves before you to align with your heart to align with your agenda lord teach us to humble ourselves before you and lord when we humble ourselves before you we're saying we're ready to listen we're ready to be taught by you we're ready to listen to you we're ready to be corrected and aligned to you Lord, help us to humble and consecrate ourselves. Lord, we say no to the things that don't honor you. We say no to food for our favorite dishes this season. But Lord, more than the things that we're saying no to, we're saying yes to you, yes to hearing you, yes to experiencing you. And Lord, as we humble ourselves, Help us also turn away from sin and wickedness if there's anything that God is pointing out. Areas in your life that are not yet fully surrendered to His Lordship. Would you tell God, Lord, I'm sorry. I turn my back away from these things and turn to you. And Lord, as we pray and as we fast, we say we want to take on your character and your agenda. May we become more like you, that when we go out of the prayer and fasting, people will say, 
every time they meet us, they encounter you through us. And Lord, we say yes to your agenda. Lord, we're excited for how you will answer our, our faith goals far more than what we can ask or imagine. We say yes to your agenda. Yes to your good, pleasing, and perfect will for our lives. And yes to being more Christ-like this year. You are our greatest gain in our prayer and fasting. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's worship God once more. In the chaos and the pain, through the fire and the rain, we will sing and shout Enjoy God in this season of prayer and fasting in all the days of 2022. God bless you. Happy fasting.